welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. So, got a topic for you. Let's... Oh, so when I say it normally, you just like so go right in it. <laughs> when I say it weirdly, you're like, awkward pause. Do you I... leave in the awkward pauses? No, I don't. No, like that awkward pause just now that you don't leave in, right? I don't. Okay, so it sounds like you're just like really gung-ho about every weird way I'm yeah. saying slowly. Okay. Great. Uh, in reality, just letting everyone know, uh, I get like a really long, awkward pause every single time I do it. And it's like, never, never, never a, a good feeling. But I feel like that's only recently, right? And I think maybe... No, since the beginning. Oh, since really? the beginning, yeah. Oh. Well, lately, the long pause is because I'm trying to think of a question. I got it. So there's nothing to... You are just like tone, tuning me out when I'm when I'm uh, introducing our precious show together. Uh, I see how it is. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I'm like pause. a whole one minute ranting of you and like not being appreciated, I guess. Okay, let's get nerdy today and uh-huh. talk about uh, the new hubbub. I guess it's not really new. It's been a while, a, out a while now. What is Web3? Oh, no boy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I don't so, know much about, I don't know anything about it, really. Okay, so it all started with the World Wide Web, which is that WWW that comes before a lot of websites that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Uh, so it used to be that servers were used for a lot of things, and if you wanted to access the web server, you would access the www. dot version of that server. Does that make sense? following me so far so so there's a web server that is there's a ser- web server that is www and every website goes through that server okay, think of it this way uh, apple.com big corporation right yeah okay they have a mail server at mail.apple.com okay you can't yeah, access that... it with a web browser you access it with a mail client yeah that's their server yes they also have www.apple.com yeah and that is their web server yeah they might have calendar.apple.com and that's their calendar server right does that make sense yes so 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 to differentiate between all the different apple.coms they use www and that referred to the web server and that was web one uh 1.0 like before there was not they didn't even call it 1.0 because there was just the web um so it's just a name for the type of server right it's not one specific server that everybody routes through Yeah, it's just Apple's specific server. They called it www. Google's server they called www.google.com. Uh and this www stood for the World Wide Web. Uh uh-huh. and it was the first incarnation of like websites and things like that. It's it's that's that's where the term web comes from. It's it's that www. So, uh web 1.0, uh which no one called it web 1.0 because it was the only version. Uh basically referred to having a static website that you click on a page it reload with new information you click something over here it will reload with new information um and that's that was the 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 idea now as more and more technologies like javascript started becoming a thing people started doing like silly things with javascript like you click and you get an alert pop up uh and that was like the the most uh, of scripting that was happening on the web in terms of like making things more interactive but at a certain point in time people were starting to make full applications on the web meaning you click on something it doesn't reload it just swaps out contents it does something a little bit differently so you're still on the same page you're just getting more and more interactive and that uh is 
was basically started with Flash. I'm sure like you remember Flash. It was a thing you were asked to download. And before Flash was, was a shockwave uh, that you would be asked to download. Uh, and that would be how you get a full like web app experience. You go to a website. There's a single page that has a Flash uh, applet in there. Uh, or like a, a little plug-in thing. And that would be how you like get a fully interactive site. You click on different links, things, uh, animations come in and swap content out. It's fully uh, nice. But it wasn't really the web. It was just Flash. Uh, so the web 2.0 was a movement to kind of make... I thought Flash is just something that you use to view videos on. It's not just videos. So yeah, that's what it ended up being towards the end because it was the only thing that can show multimedia. Uh-huh. But it was something for much more creativity than just videos. Oh. Um, so uh, yeah, so as as uh, Flash kind of grew in notoriety and web browsers were getting more powerful, there was a movement of Web 2.0, which was to make all these interactive elements exist as a part of web standards. Uh, and to have a fully interactive web app, kind of like the one that we use to record for code completion, which you are a guest on, uh, coming out tomorrow by today's stand by recording standards uh, or by release standards. Uh, so yeah, check check out uh, code completion to hear Lynn talk about something. Oh. Ooh. Um, so uh, to record that, we used uh, a website called Riverside.fm. Uh, and that was a full experience, right? You like saw us talking. We saw you talking. It sh- passed the video back and forth. That's kind of a web 2.0, uh, where we have fully interactive apps that exist within a website. Does that make sense? So the website that I built for NotFa, is that considered like web one? Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh, not that anyone calls it that. I want to put that out there. Like the, I'm just differentiating between the arrows. But the experience that you get from that, it's very basic. It's screen by screen. It's not a full on interactive, right? Yeah. Website. So therefore, it's what one? Yep. Okay. Okay. So uh, as Web 2.0 is kind of like taking off, a lot of uh, access on the web is consolidating into a few key players. If you want to do search, you go to Google. If you want to post about your life, you go to Facebook or Twitter. Uh, if you want to uh, have a blog, uh, you do it on Squarespace. Does that make sense? Or you build your own website like I did. Well, no. That's that's the whole point, <laughs> is that a lot of these key foundations of the web, which used to be fully distributed across like anything, is now being consolidated onto a few very large key players. Uh, and that's what is called centralized. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, there has been this simultaneous movement of crypto, uh, and I call this uh, crypto with a little bit of uh, hesitance because it refers more to crypto coins more than cryptography. Yeah. Um, and uh, on these blockchains and things like that, uh, things are more decentralized, meaning not one player controls uh how the blockchain is used it's it's really a shared piece of information that everyone has and is therefore extremely wasteful as a result um for most of the needs that people use it for um but web3 is kind of like a movement that started off by the richest key players of this crypto space 
that wanted to uh, have a good marketing name for essentially taking advantage of the situation that crypto was in right when it was like hitting when Bitcoin was hitting like $80,000. Remember that like two months ago? Um, I have to, how things have changed over the past two months. Um, but as it was like hitting those highs, um, they wanted to essentially profit off of like how, how well crypto coins have been doing. Uh, so they coined this term web three, uh, to refer to, uh, blockchains being used for things other than crypto coins, basically, uh, being used for services and websites. So, for instance, you can imagine a Web3 version of Twitter where no one person controls, like, no one company controls where tweets are made, right? It's not on Twitter.com. Tweets are just made on the blockchain. Uh, and therefore, everyone kind of owns this information. And therefore, you can pick up and take your tweets to a different service if you want, um, because they're not tied to one company, Twitter. They're just on the blockchain. They exist. They are yours um with proof uh and this is mostly coming out of the fact that people realize that they can make a lot of money off of nfts uh basically punting uh their their value to someone else and then making a profit off of that and nfts as we discussed are images on the blockchain and not really they're just urls to images on the blockchain we discussed that whole thing um but people started imagining other other things that could be on the blockchain. So you have NFTs and images. Uh, you could have things like tweets. Uh, maybe you could have music on the blockchain. Or maybe you could have uh, your your inventory in a game on a blockchain. So if you, like, in one game, get this cool uh, blaster gun, you, maybe you can bring it to another game because it's not tied to that game anymore. It can be free-flowing to all games. You're looking at me with a weird face. I'm so confused. Like, besides the whole point of wanting to make money out of nothing, how is any of this beneficial? Like, like let's say the game, for instance, <laughs> like, you you saving inventory and then bring it onto another game platform. Like, unless that is being supported, it's useless, right? Yes, absolutely. Like, like inventories that you collect, like all the seeds, all the stuff that you collect in Zelda isn't going to be useful in Mario Kart. But imagine if I can use those seeds and throw them at the other. Okay, I'm. I'm like most... I'm so confused. Yeah, it's hard for me to say this in like a beneficial light because a lot of it is frankly BS. Right, but is yeah. there is there a benefit to having the web, the stuff that we access on the internet, all the information that we access to be blockchain? Is there a benefit no. to that? No, there isn't. However, there is benefit to things being decentralized, which is what the web is. So notably, you don't buy your domains from one place. You can buy your domains from any place and they become your domain. You can transfer them to a different company uh, and you can have those domains point to any server. It can be a server in a data center. It can be a server hosted by Amazon. It can be a server in your backyard. For all the internet cares, as long as it's connected to the internet and has an address, yeah. then you can go ahead and do that. You can swap between internet providers. Namely, it's a little more difficult in the US where it's kind of a giant monopoly, but you can rent a server anywhere you want and like point your domain to it. And if that place that you're renting your server from no longer fits your needs, you can rent it from somewhere else and then point your domain to that new location. Mm -hmm. So everything about the web is decentralized, which is what this Web3 
thing is trying to do is trying to say, hey, like we need to make the, everything decentralized. What does the term decentralized mean? Meaning no one owns it. It's fair share to everybody who's using it. Basically. Um, and it's not in control by one entity. That's the key piece. Okay. So all of Web3 is kind of pushing towards services themselves being decentralized. Like instead of you just living on Facebook, you can bring your life and your posts to a different social media platform afterwards. But then it wouldn't be Facebook. If you were to just trans like bring stuff back and forth, then, then what, there's no point in having Facebook. Yeah, that's the point. That's the point of this decentralized thing is they want to get rid of that mega corporation and replace it by another mega corporation that then that's under the guise of like being decentralized yeah so uh that's that's where all of this kind of comes and falls apart so take nfts for instance it's it's uh decentralized right but there's still like key players that are pushing for the marketing of this decentralization and well, therefore I mean, profiting the most off on of the it. surface is decentralized but under behind the scene like there's mega power that's pushing for this thing so it's technically not decentralized yeah at all. basically uh, all the money is like consolidated it's just the the notion of it being decentralized is what where that's coming from so there are there are ways to do decentralized things without involving a blockchain, and those tend to be a lot more robust, I should say. So take email, for instance. Uh, email does not involve a blockchain. Email is notoriously power not, like, super inefficient, um, and it works great. Like, if you want to have your own email server, you technically can, though it's, like, effort, uh, but you definitely can like companies will have their own email servers all the time um you can choose where you want to host your email if you don't want to run your own server uh you can bring it with you because again it's all tied to these domains which you can point to anything right your email address is at uh if you get it if you get it at icloud.com yes you're stuck with apple but if you get it at lindbunyol.com like you can point lindbunyol.com to anything you want so if you decide that uh uh, company X, Y, and Z is not meeting your needs for limbunyol.com, you can move it. Um, so that's where, that's like the key nice thing about decentralized things, but it's the protocol that needs to be decentralized, not the service. Um, so email is one like fantastic example of this. There's a different one called Mastodon, which was kind of like an open source rewrite of the idea of Twitter, where you can go ahead and have different servers and different communities like interact with other servers and see it on the same timeline. So you can choose to follow people on a different server and you'll see that in your app, but those two servers are distinct. Mm -hmm. So again, it's based on the fact that like domains work and different servers exist and things like that. So that is the true like face of the web is it is already decentralized and web three is not really an incremental like progression of the web like in the same way that it moved from web one from web two to web 2.0 um it's very much a fictitious marketing term that was invented to satisfy the needs of the blockchain more than anything else um and therefore it is being used and uh being profited on by the key players of the blockchain uh namely coinbase OpenSea, like the big uh the big companies are making a lot of money off of like nfts and 
uh, crypto coins in general. Uh, and they're using this as uh, a nice marketing term to kind of offset all of the bad that is uh, blockchain stuff. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Remind me again, how does Web3, how would people make money off of Web3? Oh, like as a concept? Yeah. Uh, so they will tell you, hey, our company is using Web3 and therefore you're going to have a whole bunch of people that have kind of uh, read into the literature a little too much on this crypto stuff. Yeah. Uh, and therefore be implicitly trusting of this. So there is no thing that is Web3. It is a concept uh, and it is an ideal, but it doesn't have a practical existence, if that makes any sense. Okay. Like you saying that our thing is decentralized does not make it Web3. That is just what the web is. Uh-huh. Um, so you saying that something is decentralized uh, means that you are potentially bringing in, because it's a marketing term, a whole bunch of people that like this thing called Web3, and therefore they're going to buy into your product. So so it's just a a different way of redefinitioning the term decentralized with the web, right? To incorporate blockchain and all this crypto stuff. Basically, it's a redefinition of that. Yeah. Um so that that is like where things start to fall apart because most of these companies are then going to be built on the blockchain rather than just not like they don't need to be built on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, the blockchain doesn't inherently give, like, any one resource, like, superpowers. It is an inefficient way of storing data, um, and it grows more and more inefficient as it's used. So it's kind of a poor choice, technologically speaking. Uh, it's an expensive choice, uh, if you need to, like, run servers with it because, like, it's slow. Um, and, yeah uh that's that's the that's web three in a nutshell it is a slow inefficient redefinition of something that already exists uh for the sake of marketing and profiting off of people who uh may not realize what they are championing is not as great as it actually is i wonder what it is that is getting people so motivated about this whole crypto and like blockchain stuff money it's it's the it's the feeling of wanting to because make it's it money that gold. comes from nowhere right like it's from, just yeah for a little bit from their point of view it's 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 an it's a way for this generation uh not like a cohort of like human ages but uh just us living in the internet at this stage in time uh, it's a way for us to strike gold in the same way that people struck gold in the golden age. And the gold age. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, everyone is always trying to find an easy way to make money because life is hard. And uh, as more and more people have completely profited over certain aspects of things, like gold, um, like as the, the, where the naming comes from, uh, as... People kind of profited over the early days of the internet. People want to profit over the early days of crypto. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore, they think that if they get their foot in that door fast enough, they can make a ton of money doing so. Uh, And that will be a ton of easy money. um, And that is what we tend to classify under a good business 
uh, a good business decision with air, giant air quotes around that. So it's just profiting early, um, bailing before it gets bad, uh, and then making a lot of money to then live your life comfortably. So at the end of the day, like we're all humans, we all want that, right? Uh, but I think there are like certain moral and ethical uh, things that we need to consider. And Web3 is like one that throws the planet under the bus in ways that is like, oh, we'll fix it later. Um, and that's Whoa. like not conscientious, but therefore is extremely profitable. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the whole reason why oil companies have profit is because they are uh, continuously uh, pushing renewable energy and alternative ways of using energy uh, off to the side to keep oil on top of everyone's minds as like the way to to keep things going uh, and therefore profiting as much as possible despite the health risks, despite the uh, costs to the planet and things like that. planet burning down. Yeah. At this point, do we know what all the big players think about it in terms of, like, Apple, the government, Google? Like, do any, have any of these people stepped in and said anything about whether it's good or bad? I'm sure there are... I'm sure there are much bigger players out there, but to me, big players in the tech industry is Google and Apple. But are there? Has anyone ever spoken up against it that have power? Yeah, so I I would say the biggest players have stayed neutral. They haven't said one way or another that they are for or against this. Um, however, like the next level down, uh, you do have a lot of uh, good direction that's coming out of this. So. You have like games like Minecraft, which is immensely popular, um, as you can imagine. Uh, they just publicly said, I think last week, we can find a link of their uh, press release for this. Uh, they are completely against okay. all of this um, because it basically makes like their key argument was it removes the aspect of fun and like exploration and collecting from Minecraft and turns it into a profiteering mm-hmm. business. Uh, and that is not at all something that aligns with uh, what they want. And that takes like a complete, uh, like it's a completely separate argument to like you're burning down the planet at the same time. Yeah. Like they're just saying on top of all that, but it no doesn't cares. make our game fun. No one cares. No one likes to hear that, oh, you're burning down the planet. Mm-hmm. So they have to take a more realistic approach is you're taking the fun away from games. Yeah. And maybe that will make people rethink. But at the same time, you're going to take the profit away from them as well, no? Like, you're taking Minecraft companies' profit away from them by... Yeah, a little bit. So they're arguing for that, too, technically. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, you're not... And that's what these Web3, like, affectionados are more or less saying is that we are surrounded by giant corporations that are controlling more and more about everything. Uh, that they shouldn't have access to. And therefore, Web3 is a solution. When it's not that Web3 is the solution, um, it's just that we need motivated actors to fight against like centralization. But the solution is not Web3. It's not the blockchain. It's not cryptocurrencies. Uh, it is uh, something a little... Uh, less tenuous than all of that uh, having good protocols that other things can work together with building up slowly uh, working with local governments to incentivize these things 
whereas Web3 kind of says, like, hey, we shouldn't even have governments. Like, burn it all down. Um, that's kind of uh, the literal... Because they're literally burning the planet down by, by like, pushing for it. Uh, that's, that's kind of where it gets at. So you have two main actors in Web3, I would say. You have the ones that are clearly profiting off of it. Basically, giant corporations and rich people. Um, and then you have the people that got suckered into it, thinking that that's the solution when it really isn't. Uh, but they bought into it, and therefore, I'm as I'm sure it's like everyone can relate to, it's very hard to uh, get rid of something that you... Uh, so clearly made a part of your identity, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that's that's like holding them back from realizing what a giant scam it is. So there's a an excellent website called Web Three is going great. Um, that uh, I think that's what's called. Can we look it up quickly? Yep, that's one. So Web Three is going great dot com um, is a collection of uh, like. All the horrible things that are happening with Web3 in, in reality, like all the profiteering that's happening off of it. Uh, so, yeah, uh, definitely, definitely read into it a bit more than just the pros, uh, because there's a lot of shady stuff that's uh, happening. And a lot of the companies that are like making crypto coins are uh, just like turning into a Ponzi scheme and taking advantage of the fact that there are no laws yet to deal with this to make off with a lot of money. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's a bit sad. It's unfortunate that it's usually the, the little people, the people that, that, buy, into that, that buy into it, that get thinking that, Oh, they're going to finally be able to get out of their current financial or whatever situation that they're in and maybe have a little bit of a better life and they are the ones that are really invested in it, and they're the one that are being scammed by it. Yeah, yeah, it it's really sucks. I mean, and and it goes without saying, like, um, or I, I do want to point out, like, I did have Bitcoin, I did mine Bitcoin. I thought it was a cool thing uh, up until like a lot of this became very clear, uh, and then now, although I did profit off of it, uh, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Like, mm-hmm. it was almost a mistake of mine to have participated in it to help it grow to this extent. Like, it started off as a cool little uh, uh, side thing that became something that can make money and that was cool. That you can turn uh, mathematical calculations and, and electricity into uh, money that other people valued and that was like a cool thing and perhaps it's even useful in some countries where the government doesn't have their shit together right mm-hmm. uh, but uh, at this point it's it's very clearly not following that anymore and it's very clearly entirely being run by giant centralized corporations that are uh, like running things like bitcoin's value wouldn't be anything without coinbase Mm-hmm. Like Coinbase is what's driving Bitcoin's value because that's how you get value out of Bitcoin. It's not like you go purchasing things with Bitcoin independently. Like you can, but that's not the way things happen. People trade it. People make a lot of money off of trading it. Uh, and people make money off of trading it by trading it to someone who thinks that they can make money off of it and therefore pushing the buck down the line. Um, and that's that's the, the the crappy part of this. 
Well, to be fair, I... Maybe you can correct me on this, but, like, I feel like when you first started the whole journey with the Bitcoin, because it was very... It was pretty new and you started early on. You didn't know, I feel like... It was so new. You were so enticed by the technology and the whole mathematics and stuff. I think that's what drew you in because it's such a cool thing. And sure, you make a little bit of money on the side, but I don't think you knew the the actual consequences that, right? Like, I don't think it was... Like, I don't think people knew of the consequences that it leads to, like, destroying the planet and all that yet, right? So, well, technically, w- you weren't really at fault. Yeah, there weren't there weren't extreme consequences yet. People, right. people were not uh, purchasing GPUs to the point where they became scarcely available yet. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a pastime that yeah. people would do. And, yeah, there were one or two people that did have rooms full of uh, mining equipment in the Arctic and, like really profiting off of it like that that was likely the start of all this is them realizing that they can make a ton of money that way Mm -hmm. um and that's that's i think where things start going downhill and i didn't see it at that time right like i only saw it later well that's what i'm trying to say like you are not nowhere like you're not at fault for Mm -hmm. buying into this because you were intrigued by the technology and it was a cool thing you know yeah so Sure, maybe you might have contributed to the to Europe burning down right now, but a little bit. <laughs> we might not know, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure other people have a bigger hand in in this than you did. Yeah, so I think the important thing at this point is to inform, better inform people that mm-hmm. uh, it is a scam, a hundred percent. To be fair, though, like when I started researching researching these things. It was very difficult to understand, though. Oh, yeah. Big, the, and by it was design. on purpose. By so design, that yeah. people would buy into this hype that it, mm-hmm. it's being built up, not fully understanding, though. I Like, 100%. The person who invented NFTs wants nothing to do with them. Yeah. They they uh, realize that they invented something horrible, uh, and that's not what they want to do. But it, is it really them that invented something horrible or the people that take their technology and went and, and made something, something horrible? horrible. Yeah. Like it's not their fault. And yes, they were doing you, something good. But you did unleash it upon the world. Does that make sense? You you opened you Pandora's box. Uh, so the, So therefore there's like a, an innate feeling that like you are responsible. That said, it's what you do afterwards that like makes up for that, I think. Sure. Um, so... If if you have like previously bought into like crypto stuff and then realized that it was probably a bad idea, talk about it. Maybe you talking about it will help convince the people that did not yet realize that it's a bad idea uh, and help them also come to that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Because we need to we need to change the public image around crypto, which it's already kind of changing. Like there there are definitely two camps: the camp that says like web3 and or nfts and by extension web3 is a total scam and you should stay very far away from it if at all possible and if companies say that they want to start doing web3 stuff you need to like call them out for it and that is happening um but at the same time you have people that have doubled down on this nft stuff paid a bazillion dollars for a pixelated uh like avatar or uh like chimpanzee uh and that is something that they uh will die on that hill because they spent so much money off of it on it 
right? so ridiculous. And uh, that is, it, it's important to recognize that Web3 is not the solution. And it's been pretty clearly been tainted by the things that it's trying to escape. And that it's important to, like, know that. So, yeah, a bit of passion because... Like I was, I, I felt like, I feel like I helped in the tiniest little part, right? Like I, if I didn't do it, it wouldn't have changed anything. Like yeah. let's, let's put that, let's make that clear. And that uh, makes it a little easier to stomach. But uh, the fact is that I did, I did play a part in it. You know, I did say like, Hey, Bitcoin is cool. I, well, I told people about guy. it. I bought into it. I spent money and I profited like on it. And I likely profited off of someone else's losses because I profited before it started crashing. Um, so there are a ton of people that technically bought my 0.7 Bitcoin, right? Uh, and therefore are at a loss of it. Or they sold it to someone who was at a loss of it. So that, that buck did carry forward and did end in, uh, one, someone's financial demise hopefully it was a rich person's but i don't know um and two off of the planet's demise which uh europe is experiencing like over 100 degree fahrenheit weather for the first time and uh yeah that's a thing that they are experiencing for the first time uh meanwhile like places where we live like they've been burning down every single year Mm -hmm. since like global warming has been confirmed a thing which is a long time now like we are just like in another never-ending drought uh, of another never-ending forest fire um, that, like, is a thing, you know? Yeah. And this is not because of NFTs, and it's not because of the blockchain. It's 100% because... It's us, humans. Yeah, it's it's us humans, and it's also, like, the people who are profiting early off of something that shouldn't ever be profited on, like, say, oil. Because, really, at the end of the day, it's oil doing it, right? Uh, all this Bitcoin stuff is uh, either A, like burning up a ton of oil to run or b uh buying up a bunch of resources in terms of renewable energy and preventing it from being used on other things therefore other things are buying up a ton of oil and like helping burn things down so it's all interconnected these are all like being done by the same players and it's all the same players really profiting off of it so yeah it's a sad state to be in but here we are uh so when people say hey check out my web3 thing try to Gently say, hey, do you really need this Web3 thing? Or can you make a decentralized protocol that does not involve blockchain and can be efficient on, like, today's computers? Today's computers are super efficient. Like, why why involve a blockchain that is not efficient? Anyways. Anyway, this is probably the longest episode ever because you as I think you can, we've done as more you than can hear Dimitri is very passionate about this so let's end it here before the, there's going to be another 30 minute of just how horrible this you this world we live in is well it's a wonderful world we should try preserving it like another thing as people <laughs> oh my God, no, no 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 pause 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 I, I do want to bring up one last thing because i it, it has always stuck with me someone like always pointed out um like hey like we don't want this plan anymore let's go let's go like live on mars colonize mars and stuff. okay first of all mars is inhospitable like by definition <laughs> we cannot live on mars we can still live on earth earth is in a better place than mars will ever be so let's try to fix the this burning flaming it also takes two months rock. to just get there 
Yeah, and and like it's gonna be like what two hundred years before we make it in the same state that Earth will be in in two hundred years of uh, half on fire. Like that's what Mars is gonna be on a good day. So like we already have a wonderful place to live. Let's stick to this planet. Let's uh, try to fix the problems that we've caused. Uh, and yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll be better. What are you doing, my fingers? Play with your fingers. Okay, I've gone on too long. <laughs> Uh, bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening. Say no to Web3.